Welcome everyone to the Polynesian Sports NFL Recap for Week 7 and looking forward to Week 8. I am Lance Falitongo. I'm Forrest Oldwell. And here we look at sports through a South Pacific lens. This episode, as always, sponsored by LevasaIslandApparel.com. For gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly, put on for the culture, catch the wave at LevasaIslandApparel.com. Forrest, how you doing, man? How's the week going? Man, it was a good week. You know what I mean? It was long. We had work. Like always, everybody got to work. But uh, it was a good week of football, too. I mean, for me, especially. Notre Dame beat USC. Sorry, USC fans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a Catholic kid. I grew up Catholic. <laughs> I grew up loving Notre Dame. And I love those rivals. But, uh, yeah. And then the Raiders won. We beat the Eagles. Sorry, Noah. Wish you were here. You know. Uh, Noah, stop we- ducking this show. Yeah, right. Stop ducking, man. <laughs> it was a good week. Seattle lost. Sorry, Luke. Uh, <laughs> it was a really good week for you. Yeah, it was a really good week. <laughs> let's uh, let's recap some of the games. We had uh, a pretty close one on Thursday night. Denver versus Cleveland. Cleveland 17-14. Case Keenum taking over for Baker Mayfield. Man, so, I mean, with all the injuries, I can't imagine that it would have been that close if Cleveland, Cleveland was at full force. Mm, uh, right. Nothing against Denver, but they're just not that great of a team right now. Um, now Teddy Bridgewater. Well, they started had, like, 3-0. and They did. They did. I mean, but also they also played teams that are on par with how good they are right now. <laughs> you know, I mean, but that doesn't I mean, at least they're better than those teams. Yes. But everybody was ready to uh, crown Bridgewater as a savior, but I mean, man, injured, not not as accurate still, as he needs to be. Not, yeah, I don't know if he's a I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback. So maybe uh, he's he, a bridge. Maybe he's a bridge quarterback. Teddy I mean, Bridge quarterback. Ooh. They're gonna have to drop <laughs> draft someone then because uh, Drew Locke isn't it either. And, and they, I don't know, I don't know. Their defense is banged up a little too. I mean. Uh, I haven't even heard Chubb's name at all on defense for them. Bradley, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Uh, Is he hurt I, again? I don't know. I haven't heard. Like, he might it be hurt. It feels like he might be hurt because you're not yeah. hearing his name, right? Yeah. And then Justin Simmons is also coming off an injury. He had an all right game. But they're just. They're also banged up like the Browns were. But they're not as good as the Browns are. So, The Browns down both starting running backs. Both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt. And, down their quarterback. Right, down their quarterback. But uh, third string running back Dearness Johnson comes in and puts on a show over 100 yards in his first NFL touchdown. I like his story, and I like that people are talking about him, but I don't like it. They're putting out like he's some charity story. Like, <laughs> the guy can play. Like, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, yeah. his story's great. Okay, his story's great, but concentrate on him in the league right now. Like, you know what I mean? Great story. They had his email that he wrote to, um, uh, was it the, not the Canadian football, it was another football league that. Oh, the AAF? Yeah. It's like, I mean, every, guy, hey, I played at this college, right, I tried right. out for this NFL team, I would love to, uh, you know, try out and play for your AAF team. Kept That's, his dream alive, you know? Yeah, did what he own. had to do. Did yeah, he and he was do. a star in the AAF, and then he gets yeah. into the NFL, and when the opportunity you know, both of those big names starting running backs are out. He takes advantage of his opportunity. 
And that's what it's all about in the league. You know what I mean? You could be on the bench for so many years, but when you're called upon, you have to perform. And that's what he did on Sunday. Great. That's that's the great part of the story was that he was prepared. Uh, you know, there's OBJ it might also be hurt. So, man. But they do have still uh, – they have Landry. Landry's back. And they still have Higgins, who had a pretty good stint at the end of last year. You know, um, they're all right on offense, but what's really keeping them uh, – well, keeping their playoffs hopes alive is that defense. That defense is it's still scary, really, really scary. If you have um, Garrett coming off the other end and then you have uh, Clowney off the other end. That's crazy. They got Clowney. You know, you got Greedy in the backfield with Ward when they're healthy. Um, so they're pretty good. Their linebackers are solid. They're not great, but they're solid. So their defense is, is top-notch, and that's that counts for a lot in the league. Because uh, just like basketball, if your opponent scores seven points, or if you score seven points and your opponent scores zero, you still win the game. Defense. So, yeah, defense. If your opponent doesn't score, they can't win. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, this Sunday, a lot of blowouts. I think only one game on Sunday ended in a one score. Everything else was eight points or more. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, blown out. The one uh, the one score game, Tua Tungo-Vailoa and the Miami Dolphins on a last-second field goal on back-to-back weeks, lose to Matt Ryan and the Falcons this time, 28-30. to 30. Which hurts because Tua had – Man. Two really great games, you know, after coming back from the injury yeah. and all the talk of uh, him being traded to Washington, he comes back and has like really great games. Like, you know, and, and so I don't know what it is if they're maybe their defense can't get it going, but they're also, I mean, I don't know if they've given up on Gaskin, but uh, I, I don't know. They, they don't run the ball. Oh man, that's so weird. Gaskin. Got he had a, totally cut out, and then one game he has two receiving touchdowns, and then, and then the next so game he gets cut out. Yeah, and then Sunday, though, they, they did rush him a lot. 15, I think he had 60, 67 on the ground. So not bad. No touchdowns, but, I mean, he was helping. Uh, Gasicki continues his uh, man his great I, play. But see, Tua. I dropped him. <laughs> see, but that's what I was telling you guys, man. Gasicki was Tua's favorite target in preseason, and that was – Probably the first time they've consistently played together. Gesicki was really good at Penn State, though. So I don't I, you know. And Gesicki's kind of like low fantasy numbers or production this yeah. year were with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, exactly. And two, when Tua's in there, as he's soon looking, as Tua comes back, he finds him though. He looks wide open on some of these. Throws. How do you not find somebody that's six seven, like two fifty? You know what I mean? Guard that, that guy that can run. They can run. <laughs> I said that's yeah, that's a really tough cover. Six seven and can run and can yeah. and can ball and catch. Kasiki's um yeah, I thought he was just like a throw in for that Antonio Brown trade. And no, no, I, no. Yeah, Kasiki and I released him right after. He's good. <laughs> no, he good. Uh and it's funny because both of Tua's favorite targets, who's Waddle and Kasiki, they had uh almost identical stats. Uh, targeted eight times, both had seven receptions. The city get 85 in the air and Waddle 83. So consistent, man. You know? So what does what does Tua need uh to succeed more consistently? I think I think he needs the running game to help. Hmm. 
you know, I think he needs a running game to help. Um, the old line's not too bad. Uh, he himself needs to be just a little bit more uh, consistent. Um, not consistent, but accurate, sorry. Accurate with his throws because he's pretty uh, – like when he when he throws interceptions, they're pretty bad. And it's, it's like, <laughs> what, what were you thinking? Where were you looking at? Yeah, like uh, who was over there that you were going to? You know, so – Consistency for him. Uh, sorry again, not consistency, but uh, accuracy. accuracy for him. And they really do need to have a running game established, I mean, just like every other team. I mean, uh, case in point, like we're not gonna jump to that game, but um, the Raiders. I mean, once their running game started, you know, what I mean, it's opening up so much more for Derek Carr. Um, same. Uh, and then we played the Eagles once. Once Sanders got hurt and was out, you know, they still have game well, but once Sanders, who was ripping us in that first quarter, uh, once he got hurt, never came back, things kind of just shut down for uh, Philly. So it's important. Every, every team's proven it. It's important. Look at uh, Tom Brady when he has uh, Fournette running and then Jones accommodating Fournette. They're so much better than they are when it's not working. So for Tua, I think he's going to have to have a consistent running game just to compliment him or like take some of the pressure off of him trying to make plays all the time instead of, you know, I mean, oh, we're not, yeah, running plays to take pressure off him instead of him trying to always make a play on third down and long or third and long is not where you want to be. No, not in, not, not in that league. <laughs> even so, even like, uh, what's it, Justin Fields said, like the game is so much faster everybody's faster. You finally realize that when you get on the field, Justin Fields said like, yeah, it's, it's not the same as college. Everybody's like twice as fast, twice as big, twice as strong. Let's, uh, let's talk about Justin Fields getting blown out by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 38 to three. It was hard to watch. And that, I mean, I watched, I actually watched the game because it was the first game on. So, uh, Shout out to my brother-in-law and my sister, Miss Anyabo Louie, because every Sunday in their house, if it's football season, it's football Sunday. And they have the eats. They love football. Ooh. They eat and breathe football. So, man, I, I got to get them to listen to this. But, yeah, they, I mean, you're going to have to come up and do one Sunday, Lens. Let's go. Yeah, we watch football. That's all we do Sunday. If I'm there, it's food and football. So, but so the, that was the first game on. And Justin Fields just could not get set to do anything. Justin Fields looks bummed out. Like this he is does. He, as soon as he goes to the sideline, he's just staring. He puts on his hat like, and he just sits there. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Who's gonna help me? Someone took a made a meme of that him sitting on the bench, and they were like Allen Robinson fantasy owners <laughs> just sitting there, like, what is going on? Why am I not <laughs> producing? Um, and, and it's so bad because it's like every snap is like, I think they're just going to have to start calling rollouts for him because every snap, it doesn't matter. It looks like he's going to have to roll out anyway. Oh, so, I mean, man. but he's, he's a more mobile, faster, quick quarterback. He can, yeah, but mo- can't rolling be, him out would be good, right? He can't right? be faster than uh, all 40 linemen, <laughs> you know? So it doesn't matter if you're rolling out if your offensive line isn't blocking yeah, the defense. Man, I felt so bad for him. And then like I, I don't like I don't know. Shaq Barrett didn't have all the sacks, 
but my gosh, it looked like he was in the backfield every base. He only had one sack and like three tackles, but it looked like he was the one chasing fields all day long. Like, I mean, um, Tom Brady throws a 600 touchdown pass to Mike Evans. Mike Evans celebrates by throwing the ball into the stands. If you caught in the crowd, Tom Brady's 600 touchdown pass, what would you do? Okay, look, I know everybody's like, the ball's going to be like worth $500,000. Okay, I get that. I get that. I get he's, and I know it doesn't count to a lot of people, but he's a real fan. Like, he's a real Bucks fan. And I know, like, whatever he's giving back right now, like, um, he can still. They said what he's getting. Yeah, so he's getting two signed jerseys from Brady himself. A helmet signed by Brady. He's getting cleats and a jersey and a ball from Mike Evans. A thousand dollars from the store. Yep. And then he's still he's getting two season tickets to every game this year and next year. Still a great haul. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, It's not five hundred thousand dollars. No, it's not season tickets for life. No, I don't think season tickets for life. I would have liked that. Brady would have been like. Yeah, right. Keep that ball. (laughs) (laughs) No. This is is what I was thinking. If I know it's the 600 touchdown pass and Mike Evans just throws the ball and I get a hold of it, I was thinking run. Get out of there now. Take that ball, two hands, and run out of the building. And then I was like, how do you verify that that's the ball? You like do you like take a yeah. picture or, or I don't, you're supposed to get it like authentic, yeah, authenticated? Yeah. So, I mean, and that would involve, that would still involve Tom Brady, that would involve <laughs> Mike Evans and the, the whole Bucks organization. So you're screwed either way. <laughs> so giving the ball back, I mean, someone had to go in, Hey, we need it back. It's kind of important. So and the guy's like, of, I know what, it's important. They showed him the team managers. Like he, he literally walked over it's right after it in not even five minutes yeah. and the guy, you know, rushes over because the team realizes what Mike Evans did. So they yeah. show him walking over there and he's like negotiating with the guy. Come on, man, we'll hook you up. Something. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, but so you think about it, uh, the jerseys that Brady signs and the helmet could still go. And if you were to auction it yeah. off one day, you can still say, well, these are from that 600 touchdown, you know, is he getting the game Jersey? So I don't know. That see, that would still be, that, yeah, exactly. That, that would still well, be. That might be like a Hall of Fame, maybe jersey. Maybe I'd still. You know what? I'd ask for those game cleats at least. Some something, something from something that from game. the game. Hell, That'd a, be a freaking a ear pad. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just it's some real stuff. Right. Hey, Tom Brady, give me the sweat that you wipe. <laughs> you know, the sweat towel you used. I'll take it. Let's. But, uh, Tom Brady. Another thing great about Tom Brady is. He didn't even. He doesn't even have Gronk, his favorite target right, right. now. And he's got he's a lot of really good receivers. He does. He still has Godwin. Uh, Mike Evans finding him alive. Uh, he was dead the past couple weeks. Uh, he was also in my starting roster the past couple weeks, and then I took yeah, him out this week. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do any more of these five point games. <laughs> and then he blows up for thirty three. I'm like, thanks. But that's Mike, Mike Evans, though. That, that's how that he is was. Mike that's Evans. That, exists. that was Mike Evans. Yeah, exactly. Like, he'd go for, like, five points, five points, and then he'd have a string of three games for, like, 28, 30. And then back to five. <laughs> well, the, That's uh, another team. Another team, uh, yes, high-octane offense. 
But if you look at the score again, another team powered by a really great defense who returned mm. everybody from last year. And so that not only speaks to uh, how good their defense is, but also speaks to the continuity of players playing together. That counts for a lot. Chemistry. So the, returning all 22 starters, all 22 starters, that's that counts for so much. No one has to relearn anything. No new quirks about their teammates, um, you know, tendencies. They don't have to learn new tendencies. They're literally just, you know, going with the flow from last year, and, which isn't bad because they won a championship. <laughs> The Bears fall to three and four with the loss. Tampa Bay now six and one, uh, second best record in the league, tied with the Green Bay Packers. Another great quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Packers handle business. They did. See. Final score: thirty. No, not thirty-eight to three. Sorry, twenty-four to ten versus uh, Taylor Heineke and the Washington Football Team. Who? This was a lot closer. To start, then the score. Then, yeah. yeah, then the then the final yeah. score would indicate because, like, Washington almost brought it to one score with that uh, rushing touchdown, but Heineke slides forward at the goal line, and because quarterbacks are protected, as as yep. soon as they go down, you're not it allowed to hit there. them, so no. they're not allowed to gain any more yards. Yeah, and they call it down at like an inch away from the goal line. So that was on third down. Now they have to go for it on fourth down. Heineke runs up, tries to snap it. The ref is there. He can't, <laughs> so he has to wait for the defense to get That's set, the and then tries to quarterback sneak it. Once they're set, does not get it, and then it just felt like a a bunch of almost scores for Washington, while. Uh, Green Bay should have felt like they should have scored a lot more uh, in the I end think, with the way yeah. that Washington kept kind of having to give the ball back because they would go for it or it would get uh, handed back to Green Bay. Depending on how you look at it, uh, like all the talent that uh, Tom Brady, or Tom Brady uh, Aaron Rodgers show, has shown throughout his mm-hmm. career, I think this is just another one of his many things that he can do is game managing now. Because I really think that's what he does mm. now is just managing the game. Like and I when think he needs safe. to, yeah. And when he okay. needs to, he, he goes. I think when, once they get towards the playoffs or something like that, uh, I think he's going to be like the old Tom, like uh, Aaron Rodgers that Ooh. we used to. The so, the gunslinger. Yeah. The guy trying to jump out of Brett Favre's shadow by being Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I don't know. So. But, I mean, uh, what he did do great was spread the ball around. Um, Adams had six. Tonian had four. Lazard, who had a really great game, had five. Uh, these are just catches. Uh, even, man, Mercedes Lewis, I didn't know he was still playing. <laughs> not, not, it's not that he's bad. He's just older. Right. Like, he has to Oh, be, yeah. Yeah. Mercedes yeah. Lewis is, I mean, out of UCLA, played for the Jags for so long. Yeah. And then I know he, I think this is his third season with uh, Green Bay. But uh, he came up with some really big catches. And at 6'8", 250, maybe 260, I might be uh, being kind to that, but might be a little heavier than that. He carried like three guys on one play. Like he had one on his back, one on his shoulder, and then one like hanging on his leg and he's gaining like four more yards. So man strength. <laughs> 
Not even he's, old. He's thirty-seven. Oh, see, yeah, not bad. I mean, in F, in NFL, in NFL, yeah. that's old. Just because, especially the position he plays, tight end, he's taking some hits. So, I mean, Mer- Mercedes Lewis selected by the Jaguars in the first yep. round of the two thousand and six NFL draft. I re- I remember because uh, when I when I I'm such a big uh, draft uh, combine guy. I I actually watch. If I can come home from work and watch like a whatever's left of the combine, I'll watch it all. Watch the running back I mean, to receivers do stuff. DB yeah, just I mean it's it's and then uh, you see these guys and I was so impressed with him because my man is like six eight, like he's so and then to I mean you see six eight guys on a basketball court, yes, yeah, they're super athletic, but you you lift different, you train different in football. It makes you stiff if you're a bigger guy. You're expected to be a little stiffer, but he, he, yeah. Coming out of UCLA, he was really good. He was really good. But I mean, like I said, uh, Tom, Tom Brady. Sorry. I always get Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers just because they're the two best quarterbacks in the game right now, still. And they'll always be together because uh, just the rivalry they got. It's so fun. Even after, uh, I know Tom Brady was. <laughs> Yeah, that too. And then Tom Brady had the meme uh, after Aaron Rodgers had his uh, I own you guys. I forgot what Tom Brady said. But. He's like, I just want to, we all know Aaron's a great quarterback, but, but I, you know, want to send my congratulations. Apparently he's part owner of Soldier like, Field uh, now. So congratulations, <laughs> Aaron. He's a funny guy, man. Tom Yo, Brady is I don't think guy. Tom Brady is that. Uh, Tom Brady has been doing some funny shit. I don't think Thomas Edward Brady is that funny guy i think he's hired like a really good writing staff his commercials his instagram he, no way no way i don't think anybody that puts that much time into their craft has time to do other stuff about their personality no, like, like i i you know when he was on his, air did you see him on air with uh the manny brothers i didn't he was funny he was so funny because uh <laughs> Uh, Eli, uh, no, Peyton had a Eli jersey because it was a Eli Manning day at uh, Old Miss on Saturday, nice. and so he had a, a old uh, Eli Manning, a number ten jersey on, and he came on and he was just making fun of uh, him. And he's like, "Yeah, great to see you guys here. You guys are doing great out here. Of course, I'd still love to see you guys in the football field." And he was like, "But uh, that jersey kind of looks kind of tight on you there, Peyton. <laughs> it's so funny." he's got great coaching (laughs) Tom Tom Brady is funny because of his coaches uh, I mean Aaron Rodgers also had help from his defense they're getting guys back on their defense so they're pretty healthy I like Darnell Savage at safety for them Uh, he's been pretty good since they drafted him Uh, he had a really good game Um, they took their time with Rashawn Gary and it's paying off now you know he's uh, he plays He's an end, but since they run a, a three four there, he's a outside linebacker. Gary? Yeah, that's yeah. what he they have. They list him as a linebacker now. So he's not in the middle. He's like off the edge, going out the. It, yeah, yeah. They still have he's both like, Williams. They do. They do. Darius and Preston. Uh, Smith. Smith, right? Yeah, the Smith. They still do. Who's hurt? One of them was hurt. I think it was Preston yeah. for a little bit. So, but they still have those guys, and so that's why. Uh, Gary's been in a lot of the games lately because those guys have been hurt. But they got one of the best corners. They do. Oh, but he's hurt. So w- once Jair comes back, they'll be full. He should be back. I think they were talking like week nine, maybe. Because yeah, he had a fractured foot, I think it was. Uh, 
Those are hard to heal when you're running on them. Yeah, yeah. But man, I'm so still impressed with like the advancements in medicine these days. Like, I mean, guys just coming back from like torn ligaments, it's different. Yeah, Russell Wilson so tore his middle finger off, threw it somewhere, and then someone brought and it back and he put it back on. They took the pins out already. He's ready to go. He want he'll throw left handed. He'll shovel past the first game, but he wow. wants to play now. I would too if I had to watch my team play like that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we're gonna get to that. Let's see. Green Bay moves to six and one. The Washington Football Team now in second place in the NFC East at two and five. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a bit of a nightmare. Dallas is five and one. Washington, Philadelphia, and New York Giants are all two and five. So, it's yeah. it's, it's definitely a, a different look this season for a lot of the teams who used to be at the top. Uh, well, the NFC East had that thing where they don't have the same person represent the division, right? Like the division winner has always yeah, been like a different been, person the last yeah. so many years. Yeah. So Washington won. The division last year and now yeah but dallas? i mean that, that was i think dallas but your division was so bad last year <laughs> and and the cowboys the cowboys probably win it last year if dak doesn't uh yeah yeah, yeah rip his ankle definitely. up definitely. all right i mean <clears throat> so yeah but uh, yeah Next game, Kansas City loses by a lot to Tennessee, 27 to 3. Patrick Mahomes throws a bunch that, of interceptions and then gets hurt like on the Patrick way Mahomes. out. Does not look like him. What is um, uh what is going on? Is it is it hubris? Is it like I can do it, so let me do it and then it's like not? Is it like instead of I throwing the ball away, to, he tries yeah, to I extend? I think he's trying so hard. He's just trying too hard. He's doing a lot because he's Patrick Mahomes. And that's all he ever heard is, man, you're Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? You could do it. But his line is, uh, they're not terrible, but they're young. They're new. Oh, yeah. 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 The, so their their line was, uh, it's fairly new. Uh, I don't think maybe, I don't know if they've all ever really played together before. So uh, they don't have Schwartz anymore. Don't look like it. it. Schwartz is, is recovering. He should be. Uh, fully recovered and ready to play next next week. I think they said they need it. They need. He's, he's still, need but it. he's unsigned, so he's uh, he's a free agent. They, no one's no one's yeah. Mitchell, no one's picked him up. No one signed him. Mitchell Schwartz. There, uh, he's their offensive tackle. Is it Mitchell Schwartz? Is it Mitchell Schwartz? Yeah. Am I thinking about a line? Anyway, he's a lineman. Yeah, he's their he's their offensive tackle. So, but he he's not with the Chiefs. He's not with anybody. He's unsigned. Uh, but also because of the injury he had, he's still recovering, not fully there, but he should be ready to go week nine, I think, or week eight. So yeah. he's We're, new. Um, but they do have uh, Orlando Brown Jr. That guy is amazing. So there's just something going wrong with their uh, defense. And um, they're not great in the backfield at the moment. Uh, they don't have Hilaire at the moment. They're not really running. No, they usually had Hilaire. He was able to do things just to take uh, some of the pressure off of uh, Mahomes. You know, he wasn't like the star star running back, yeah. but he was pretty good. Um, he gained some yards for them. They do have which Williams do they have in the backfield? Damien. Yeah, he's or pretty Darryl, good. Or Daryl. 
They have Daryl and Damian is now with the Bears. Yeah, so he's not consistent. Um, <laughs> just... No, I started him. He's not. <laughs> just do, please, if you're going to score double-digit fantasy points, do it the next week as well. <laughs> and then, Instead and of then... making me look like an <laughs> asshole, please, thank you. I don't want to lose anymore. I think, I think, um, and when I say this, he doesn't have many of them, but um, Tyreek Hill is finally showing some of his limitations. Uh, Ooh, okay. You know, um, it's it's what I was worried about when they drafted Ruggs with the Raiders. Totally a speed guy, you know, totally a speed guy. But Ruggs, he actually runs routes, I think, better. He's a really good route runner, and uh, he showed that in college. Just people were so concentrated on his speed and uh, taking the top off of defense, which was also uh, what Gruden wanted, and that's all Gruden ran for him. Streets. And, uh, the system, which that's it. Just go. You know what I mean? Go go routes. Uh, and I think with Tyreek Hill, but he's Tyreek Hill, he's proven to catch those short passes and then turn Rick them into Hull. something great. But does he need them schemed up so that there's a lane for him to kind of take off? Does exactly. he need like, like and so he doesn't have that, you know? Like I said, it's a whole new offensive line. They got to mm-hmm. learn that scheme. So, and then after him, uh, it's Kelsey that catches, and then nobody else really, because they have uh, what's his name, McCall Hardman. Man, McCall Hardman. They got yeah. Byron Pringle the third. They got. Um, but none of them have been like, you know, that consistent pass catcher, uh, second to yeah. Hill mm-hmm. or third to Kelsey. Yeah. And so if you can key on two, key in on two of those guys most of the game, uh, the other guy should be able to get open, right? It doesn't seem like it. Or maybe, maybe Mahomes is just so used to just passing to those two most of the time. Maybe but- that's his problem. I mean, I know he passes to these other guys because I see them drop the ball. <laughs> so, like, that's how I know Miko Hardman is still around, and they haven't released him yet because they—he's got the burner speed, right? He's got—he's he's like, fast I want to race. I want to race Tyreek, and they yeah. go at—they go at it in practice or whatever. Tyreek's faster, obviously. I mean, not obviously. He—they did the race. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but if you're in a race with Tyreek, you're pretty fast. Yeah, and so he's he's shown that he has the wheels. He just like un, unlike rugs, he doesn't have that, you know, the getting the route open so yeah. that you're open enough at the point of catch, and then the hands to catch all the balls that are thrown to you. Don't like like you said when you could not be called, you could be on the bench for seasons at a time. But once you are on the field, you really need to produce. And if you don't get the ball thrown to you, that's one thing. But if the opportunity is literally spiraling towards your face, you need to catch that opportunity right. and get upfield, turn it and, into turn it into more. And that's what the league is. It's a show me league. And if you're not going to show the people uh, that you can do this stuff, then sooner or later, you're going to find yourself without a job. Yeah. If so. you consistently show that you can't, you are showing yeah. them that you cannot, that you are unable, that – Hey, maybe we need to look at another quarterback. Maybe we need to yeah. look at another a young rookie wide receiver. Maybe we need to bring somebody else in. So definitely, it's a show me league. You you get the opportunity, right? Oh, also, not to work. not to put everything on their offense, but their defense is horrible too. 
<laughs> their defense, they're fine. Like their D line is cool. They got some guys on the D line, but they don't really have any linebackers. Who the Chiefs? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The Chiefs yeah. are not. Their defense is rostered cool. well they, on and defense. Their DBs were just are getting eat up game after game after game. So. so it's easy to contend in those games when your defense is given up. I mean, but they have some like they got Tyron Matthew back there. They've got uh Clark on the line. Wait. That's what I'm saying. So Clark Clark can go, Frank Clark, all right, get some pressure. And then Tyron Matthew can cover What's one side of the field. About? But he can't cover the other side of the field. Uh number ninety five. Chris Jones, Jones yep. So like, that's what I'm you, saying. You've so got D- all pros on that yeah, defense. Their D line is cool, but after that it's what? And like I said, that backfield wow. is so big. <laughs> yeah. Tyron Matthew can't cover everybody. Right, right. Absolutely. He yeah. uh the, the honey badger can only do so much. Right. Right. Um this raises the Titans to five and two. The Kansas City Chiefs fall to three and four. Now tied with the Denver Broncos. Um, quickly about the Titans. Derrick Henry didn't have a super Derrick Henry game. He had a passing touchdown in like 86 yards. A.J. Brown, returning from injury, had over 100 yards. Ryan Tannehill, able to find him a lot. How do you believe in Tannehill yet? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. We're, we're going we're gonna to come back to this every week. We will. I'm, I'm not going to be the same. I'm, okay, you know, but if he shows you something and you believe it, you're, you're willing oh, to change no, yeah. your mind on I'm, new information. But what he's showing you still hasn't it's changed. Still, it's still, yeah, he won a game. Okay. Like, <laughs> but he, I mean, versus he, Patrick Mahomes. You're running back through a touchdown, though. <laughs> 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 what does that say about the defense you just played? You're running back through a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like, come on. All right. Uh, Titans now the head of the AFC South at five and two. A lot of teams on bye this week, man. And that, that affected fantasy football, too. Like, people yeah. were not wanting to drop Deontay Johnson no. to pick up another person, and they were just going to, like, I'm just going to sit with a bunch of zeros on my bench and maybe a zero in my starting roster. And yeah, well, like I was telling you, it goes uh, well. The opponent I played uh, was a Seahawks fan, and his starting quarterback was Russell Wilson. That, Did see, not take him out of the starting lineup. That's so I need to talk to him because that Russell Wilson's been out a couple weeks, and right. he has Geno Smith and Ben Roethlisberger on his right thing. So need to check in with him and make sure he's paying attention. Yeah, I don't think his I don't think his team record is good right now. So you Maybe you start to run into that a couple months into the fantasy season when people are like. I have a 2% chance of making the playoffs. I'm done with this. I'm not paying attention to this anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, I need you to just to participate. I need you to. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> I need you to beat that. Guy. I need you to beat people, please. Um, yeah. I, even if you're losing and you're not going to make the playoffs and you're not going to make the money. The participation still counts because you can still help somebody. Else. Like, you can still beat guys. Yeah, just try to win. To like, yeah. if an NFL team goes 0-6 – they don't just give up for the rest of the year. You might, no. you know, reassess your your season goals at right. 0 and six. Right. Like the playoffs isn't necessarily always right. gonna be on the 0 and six uh goals board. Yeah. But if you're uh, 0 and six, there's a lot of other things you can do. <laughs> 
let's talk about the uh, the zero and sixteen that went to zero and seven, the Detroit Lions versus the Los Angeles Rams. Rams win twenty eight to nineteen. They pull out at the end. There's a little uh, little uh, tumble scuffle. No, I wouldn't say scuffle. Penny Sewell didn't back down from Aaron Rod- from Aaron Donald Aaron getting Donald. up in his face and trying to push him around. He pushed him right back. Two very gigantic men. <laughs> Look, I know Penny's younger. Uh, I don't even know if he's 20 yet, but right. you're, he's in the grown man league. He, he's working now. He's not playing football for school. Mm-hmm. He's not playing for scholarship. He's getting paid to play. He's a grown man. And I mean, if I don't know what was said on the field, but I mean, Aaron Donald has to realize that you're playing against another grown man. He's not going to back down. You know, he's also very excited to play you. So, you know, I mean, he gave you the respect. It was in the interview, but you could tell that he has respect for those guys because he's so excited to play against them. Those those are the guys he watched growing up. But don't expect him to back down. (laughs) Just because I know you're one of the best in the world and I respect yeah. you and your career doesn't mean I'm scared of you. No, not and that's the respect he's also giving to them. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to be a punk playing you. That's disrespect. I'm not going to just ball up and be like, oh, no, yeah. Aaron Donald. Yeah, you're going to get my best game exactly. of my life. Exactly. And Danae you know. was all over the field. He was oh. pancaking the shit out of people. Yeah. People were well, on he, their backs yeah. versus him. Yeah, I mean, and there's still a lot of guys that like there's still a lot of analysts out there saying that he's one of those rookies that not he's not playing up to his draft spot. I'm, uh, uh, mm. <laughs> uh, we gotta I do uh, I wanna get Isaiah back in here and uh and just giving us a Lions fan uh like look on point of view, yeah. About how Penay's uh not only doing on the field, but you know, way he's that he's affecting the locker room. And kind of bringing people up. I know right now, you know, now at 0-7, the locker room, like, morale isn't great, you know? It isn't, like, but I think uh, having uh, their coach helps a lot with the record just because of how much passion. I hope they don't fire him after this season. I know it's a pretty bad season. I think they should give him a chance because the players really ooh. love they, uh, Dan they Campbell? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he should stick around yeah. for a long time. I think I think I give him a chance, you know. Or, uh, I don't know a long time. I, he just he, he looks he looks like uh, he really cares for his players and they play for him. So I mean, it's yeah. not like they're getting blown out every game. There's there's just certain things that they're missing. Uh, Jared Goff's first year there, you know. John Joseph looked pretty good again uh, this game. Man, yeah. So I that mean, guy's a violent pieces. runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So they've got pieces. They're just – they really haven't put it together all into one game. Mm-hmm. Like, just like – I mean, I know a lot of people thought the Rams were just going to blow out Detroit, but, but they, they gave Detroit – I mean, they gave the Rams uh, some rubs. So, yeah. I mean, that was a big game because, again, uh, the, the, the swap for quarterbacks. Um, people were saying this was like a Stafford revenge game, right, because he was stuck with the Lions for so long. And now he wanted like, to I was like – yeah, I thought this was more a golf revenge game. It should like, be a, yeah, it's always gonna be a him. golf revenge game because they golf didn't want to leave LA. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his choice to be. They sent him to Detroit because they wanted Stafford. Because Stafford wanted out. Yeah, 
Yeah, but Stafford stayed in Detroit for so long because he wanted to be there. He wanted mm-hmm. to be the one to bring Detroit back from uh, the bottom of the league, I guess. They weren't really ever at the bottom of the league. They were always contending some way early, maybe like early in the season. They were still mm-hmm. contenders, but they could never get over that hump Some mid-season. Wild, wild card spots, but yeah, yeah, but, never deep into the playoffs. Yeah, and so I mean, you can't blame Stafford for wanting to maybe uh, go out and get a championship before his prime's done. Yeah. So he did give all his all showing out. He played for Detroit. Yeah, he 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 gave his all for Detroit. So uh, it can't be a revenge game because he wanted out and he left. Um, it's all yeah. It's always going to be a golf revenge game if he plays against LA. Uh, Penny Sewell turned 21 this month. Legally a grown man now. <laughs> <laughs> He's been a grown man for a long time. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see the standings for. Who did we just go over? Detroit and uh, LA. That's uh, NFC. Yeah. Uh, the Rams are six and one, second place in their division, and Detroit again zero and seven. The Rams are second place with six and one because the Arizona Cardinals are undefeated. Unfortunately for LA, <laughs> they uh they went ahead and dispatched the Houston Texans thirty one to five on Sunday. So. <laughs> I'm gonna spend too much time on that. Zach Ertz is now there. Kyler Murray is throwing to you know whoever he wants to. They, <laughs> yeah. were, they were trying to force some DeAndre throws, like DeAndre Hopkins. They were. I mean, I, I think they do that like every game just because. And but I this mean, one versus the Texans, right? Obviously, you wanted, because like, it's the have, Texans. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what he have, like, some game, like, But like, I mean, that's not even the same team he left. So, I mean, right. I don't right, think right. he even. Yeah, it shouldn't even matter to him. That's just. The team he left, like he should be happy he left. Actually, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure he's happy to be out of there. Seven yeah. catches, fifty three yards, and a score on nine targets for DeAndre Hopkins. See, led the led the team in targets. Had a touchdown too. So, I mean, and they made quick work of the Houston Texans, who are now one and six. But yeah. I think uh, probably one of the bigger. Um, I won't say events in the game, but a bigger thing in the game that happened was uh, A.J. Green, three for three, 66 yards. Still yeah. has value. What happened with A.J. Green? Value. He was just the old guy in the new Bengals organization, and then they he let him go, hurt. and he went on. He was I, hurt. I guess right, the, right. Yeah, the, the injury probably lingered too long for him, and I think um, Cincinnati had to think future-wise. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. even if he comes back fully, how long is he going to be playing at that level? So. And the the three wide receivers they have now, Jamar Chase, yeah, T. Higgins, Uh, Tyler Boyd, Boyd. and the wow, what what is the is there their tight end C.J. Uzama? Yeah, so their their offense is they're rolling, yeah, they're rolling. Three catches for Uzama on tight end day, Um, but then I mean ninety some yards, two touchdowns. If you looked at uh, Arizona's. their pass catching uh, court uh, yardage mm-hmm. wise, they had a really good game. Ertz finished with sixty six. Uh, Ag Green finished with sixty six. Hopkins fifty three. Kirk with fifty, and even Rondell Moore chipped in with seventeen. So, Spread it around, Kyler. Yeah. yeah. And then also, I mean, Chase Edmonds is taking over for Drake, and just he's 
Yeah, I thought Chase Edmonds was like a a third down back, kind of like a Darius Rolls type. I guess he just didn't have the like he had to share touches with Drake, and Drake to Drake's uh, uh, credit, he had that great season. Yeah, and then he came back, and he didn't have such a great season. He was sharing with uh, Chase Edmonds. He left, and then they got Connor, John Connor, who they thought was probably going to start, but I guess Chase Edmonds was like, no, 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 no. I've been yeah. here. It's my turn. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, Chase Edmonds, Spelling, Kenyon Drake, and then when he got, I he gets like between the twenties and yeah. first, second, third down, and yeah. then James Conner, excuse me, James Conner will come in, try to punch in for a touchdown, so and he's yeah. getting a lot of touchdowns. Like he's yeah. vulturing. Uh, yeah. Chase Edmonds could be a, a better fantasy running back but he's not yeah he's not getting he's not getting those six point dives yeah Yeah. um okay so afc east new england patriots versus the new york jets rookie on rookie patriots win 54 to 13 what's going on here i think i think belichick was waiting for that game they yeah they turned over they they forced a bunch of turnovers, got a lot of short fields, and uh, Mac Jones three hundred and seven passing yards. And then and, I think also did uh, Wilson get hurt in the game? I think Wilson got yeah, hurt. Yeah, Zach Wilson got hurt. I think he had to have signed, a knee. MRI. Or they traded. Yeah, they traded for Joe Flacco. Yeah, Flacco's back in New York. Yeah. Um, Kendrick Bourne threw a touchdown to open the game. No, and yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's twenty five yard touchdown. So that yeah, that got uh, a lot of scoring started, but really it was you know the Jets turning it over and the Patriots having a short field and the Patriots just going to score a yeah, lot well, and Harrison, just running. Harrison <laughs> just, Taylor had a good game. Nice short yardage wise, each had two touchdowns. So lots of blowouts. Still the Patriots. I mean, if you're coached by Belichick, you're still going to be a decent team because mm-hmm. he's. I mean. He's a really good coach. A lot of people were like, well, we'll see how he does without Tom Brady. Obviously, he's not going to win as many games because Tom Brady is Tom Brady, but he's also still Bill Belichick. And I, I get it. They each made each other great. And I know he went over to Tampa and won the championship and still doing great things. That's Tom Brady. Because Bruce Aarons is also a great coach. So if you pair him with a great coach, he's still going to win. And But people don't look at Bill Belichick. He really doesn't have too much at the moment. But he's still winning games. Not all of them, but he's still winning games with the rookie quarterback at that. Uh, a banged up defense. You know, he makes he makes do with what he has, which is uh compared to other teams, really, really good. <laughs> Second place in the AFC East behind yeah. there's one game behind Buffalo. Wait. Still second place. And Buffalo's a two really games great behind teams. Buffalo. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, um, an injury. So go on a run. Somebody else goes on a, you know, starts losing. That could, that could switch up real fast. But the Patriots yeah. handle business. 41 point win. Consistent. That's what they are as a team. Consistent. Are you allowed to win by 41? When does the mercy rule start? <laughs> does the clock just start running in the fourth quarter? That's so many points. They kept <laughs> scoring so much. And, uh, and, and, Nothing against the Patriots again, but 
your offense isn't that great. And that just means the Jets are horrible on defense. Man. Uh, yeah, that's way too many short fields. <laughs> um, the blowouts continue. New York Giants showed up uh, versus the Carolina Panthers this week, 25-3. to I did not expect that at all. Not at all. And I can't tell you what happened because Carolina, they're, I mean, they're not hurt or anything. Uh, yeah, except for the best player on the team, but, you know. <laughs> When is Christian McCaffrey coming back? Next week? The week next after? Week, Three week nine, more weeks? I think, I think it's week nine that they're they're expecting. But Chuba Hubbard is still really good for them. He's been really good for them. Yeah. He's not he's not Christian McCaffrey. Yes, I know. But he's still producing. Yeah. Like he might producing. not be able to give you that extra oomph on some plays that Christian no. McCaffrey might have like a nice cutback or a spinoff for. Right. But he can he can run first, second down. He can catch on third down. He's short yardage power. He's faster than he looks. Darnold just Hubbard a, can go. Darnold just had a really bad game. Uh, so bad he got benched. Yeah, they had uh PJ Walker who was uh in the XFL before he joined the NFL. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't do. You think he's having flashbacks of being benched in uh, New York? (laughs) Sam Darnold, who was like an MVP MVP candidate when they were 3-0? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Sam Darnold is moving. And I was like, uh, just wait a month. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure they had to change some things up to to accommodate Chuba Hubbard because, again, he doesn't do the things that McCaffrey can do. So in that point, I think also uh, maybe Sam Darnold had to change up his play a little bit. So I don't know. It's tough, man. You lose a guy like Christian McCaffrey, a lot of things change on your team. Even without Christian McCaffrey, I feel like the Panthers were supposed to like their defense. No, yeah. I think their uh, their offense was supposed to like, you know. Right, right. A competent quarterback, DJ Moore. DJ Moore is garbage. I'm saying that to tank his trade value right now. Uh, What a terrible receiver. What what do you have, four catches? If you have DJ Moore, you should trade him to me. Uh, I want him. I think his better days are ahead. No. no. But uh, the defense gets a big boost next week. They get uh, Gilmore. Gilmore's inserted into the defense next week. He comes off of IR. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of good football ahead uh, for them. And yeah. they're still a really good team despite that loss. They're just going to have to figure out some things on offense. And uh, Sam Brown is going to have to be a little bit more confident, you know, after this after this benching. Well, yeah. yeah, we'll see if they let him back on the field. Yeah. Um, big, big AFC North game. Bengals versus Ravens, and Joe Burrow comes out on top, forty-one to seventeen. They didn't show what? up. They didn't show up. I don't know if the Bengals did their homework and were able to just figure out Lamar, which is I don't think you can do, just because he's also proven that he's a great passer. He's an MVP, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, um, I don't know if it was maybe uh, Bengals just having a really good game that game. You know, B- Bengals having a good game coupled with the Ravens not having a great yeah. game. 
and then some other situations, short fields. But Bengal, like Joe Burrow, four hundred sixteen passing yards is working. Okay, so he's Joe Burrow, and he's a quarterback. So if someone like a quarterback gets like four hundred sixteen yards. It's yeah, I mean, it's a big deal, but it's not as big of a deal as Jamar Chase having two hundred and one of those yards. One guy having half of your uh, passing yards, and. And not just one guy, but the guy you lobbied your front office to draft ahead of other guys who they were thinking about. Making Joe Burrow look smart. GM. He's he's proving. So, I mean, if your quarterback tells you he wants that receiver, you might want to listen to him, especially if he was his number one receiver in college and all the things they did that one year in college together. So I guess the Bengals, their front office is pretty smart, too, to listen to him. Jamar Chase is coming to the league and just – been that guy kind of like how justin jefferson did it last year mm-hmm. but no one knew he was going to do it last year you know he wasn't like he was good like coming into the league but no one was like nah he's going to come in and, but jamar chase from the get-go just because of all the drama of um joe burrow having input on who to draft at that high in the draft mm-hmm. he'd already had a target on his back people were waiting for him to like fuck up and then Finally, when he had that comment uh, in the preseason about why he had so many drops in the preseason about him uh, looking at the ball, the ball looked different to him because it didn't have the two white stripes on it. That the that up college so balls have? Yeah. They blew it up so big, like the kid was like, uh, you know, like mentally challenged or something like, oh, no, he's got like. He can't and then he see, comes in read the ball. Like, it's not. He's good. He's good. He's a, Even, yeah. Yeah, even better. He's on my fantasy team. <laughs> you're, really, uh, you're really into Jamar Chase. Oh, my gosh. He's he's the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 200 yards on eight catches, 25-yard average, a touchdown. A touchdown. He's going for lots of ca- not eh, like five or more catches. 100 yards and a touchdown is becoming standard for Jamar Chase. Yep, yep. And really get you to the playoffs. He's gonna get you to fancy playoffs by himself. Yeah. And he and he blocks downfield. Hey, we saw it. Yep. Yeah, he blocks downfield. He does the things uh, that great receivers have been doing in their in their careers. You know, like and he's doing them now. I'm not saying he's one of the great receivers yet. You know, let's not blow this out of proportion. But he is a really good receiver right now as a rookie. Uh, He's he's proving people wrong. And he's he's got the intangibles to be great. Like, if there's one thing I know, like a lot of the great receivers did was also block downfield, and he does that. Besides catching the ball, because he's really good at that too. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Eagles are good, man. They're real. I, I, um, I didn't think. I, I honestly, I'll be the first one to tell you, I didn't think I would have said that, uh, like four weeks ago. But that was a really good win because I I really like the Ravens as a team. Uh, mm-hmm. For them to uh, put that many points up on the Ravens, forty-one. Yeah, because the Ravens—they're pretty good on defense too. I mean, I like the yeah. guys they have on defense. Marlon Humphrey is uh, amazing. Right. So the, the the Ravens have had some injuries in their team, That's but it, on defense, right? Yeah. But you still got Marlon Humphrey getting uh, turned around by Queen. Jamar Chase. Yeah, all game. He was running long. away from him. He was always two steps behind Jamar All Chase. And you're like, that is like a pro bowler. You know, and, and even that, though, even even while he was getting uh, turned around by Chase, 
he was still able to have second on the team in tackles, and he had a pick. So pass deflected too. So that's how good he was, and that's how good Jamar Chase was, that after mm -hmm. Marlon Humphrey still had a pretty good game, Jamar Chase had a better game. <laughs> Jamar Chase had a really good game. The uh, Bengals and Ravens now both 5-2. and two. The Bengals have the win over the Ravens, so they are number one in the division. Does that put them a game ahead or a half game? Game, huh? No, I think, I think they're tied. They're tie record and a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker, tie yeah, it would it would have yeah. to go to a tiebreaker, but they're same. Yeah, they're tied up right now. Nice. Uh, what am I looking at? That is wrong. Oh, before you get to your game, hey, shout out to Atlanta Braves, man. Took the first game of the series. Let's go, man. You know what? As long as it's not Houston. <laughs> um. Okay, another another double-digit point win. The Las Vegas Raiders versus the Philadelphia Eagles, 33-22. to 22. Take it away for us. What a game. What a game. First off, Derek Carr, 31 of 34. You know, um, the accuracy. And so many – I always hate every year coming into the year and the worst part about it, it's not just it's not it's not the other team's fans that you hear uh, wanting uh, Derek Carr to be traded. It's Raider fans. It's always Raider fans you hear that are so um, vocal about we need a new quarterback. Trade Derek Carr. He's garbage. If you go back last year, the year before that, he's only progressed every year. I mean, of course, he had that great year when he took him to the playoffs and got hurt. And then the next year he came back, obviously he started building up again. But last year, statistically, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And now this year, just uh, like he did when he was taking the team to the playoffs, he's uh, an MVP candidate and a legit one too. You know, um, yeah, 31, 31, 34, 323 yards. Uh, he... He just killed, man. Uh, average ten on the in the air, two touchdowns, an interception. So, hey, hold up, real quick. I gotta uh, open my front door. All right. Yeah, I mean, just another great game from him, man. And he uh, he just keeps proving people wrong, and people mm. don't see that mm -hmm. year after year. People just complain about him and how he's not the quarterback for the Raiders, but yeah, he, he's so accurate. And uh, I think the stat is that was probably like the second most accurate game uh, in history next to, I think Drew Brees had a 29 of 30 game. Nice. You know, and this is passes of 30 or more. So uh, he had a great game. And for me, seeing Derek Carr have games like that, it's not unusual. And I'm not saying that just because he's – I root for the Raiders. But um, it's the defense. The defense is doing things under Gus Bradley that they just could not do last year. Um, and they're, they get, they're getting to the quarterback. And Gakwe had two sacks, a uh, bunch of pressures. Max Crosby still leading the league in pressures. 
um, what's his name? Uh, the rookie cornerback Hobbs and um, uh, the corner we got from uh, the Chargers. What's his name? Um, what is the Casey. cornerback? That, huh? Casey Hayward. Casey Hayward. Showtime. Haven't allowed a touchdown yet in all in all seven games. They haven't allowed a touchdown yet. Do you think when people uh, sign like a free agent contract, they go to like a team in their division? Because like I see a lot of like Richard Sherman went from the Seahawks to the Niners. Denzel Perryman and Casey Hayward go from the Chargers to the Raiders. Hey, like a budget. My bad, man. Oh, you're good, bro. People leaving their team and going to another team in the division. Did have you? Do you like remember that happening in other situations? I feel like I see it a lot. I, yeah, I see it a lot. I think it's the familiarity with uh, the with other the conference itself, yeah. the other teams, and then your team. So, and I think it's because um, it just goes back to familiarity with the teams that are scouting you. They've seen mm-hmm. you play in their division. So I think right away, those are the first teams that are like, you know. We, we could use you like, correctly. Yeah, he was pretty good against us. <laughs> you know, what, would be, what if he comes and plays with us? What did, uh, what did, the, what did the Eagles could – what have the Eagles could have done to win this game versus the Raiders? Again, uh, Miles Sanders got hurt, mm-hmm. and he was having a game um, in that first series. Because I think he was averaging like five yards a carry nice. uh, on the way to a game well touchdown. And then he hurt his leg. And then uh, from my my uh, point of view, that's where the Eagles started to fall apart. They said game well, who's actually a pretty good running back. But Miles Sanders is a different running back. So mm-hmm. once they lost him, their offense was just a little stagnant. Uh, we stayed after, uh, after Hurts. Apply pressure. Um, the the defensive backfield they they were covering well, so just all around. I mean, just a just whooping. Really Nothing yeah. they could have done. Yeah, I feel bad because <laughs> I, I, one, I feel bad for North North team, <laughs> but second, I, I like Hurts. I like the Eagles. I think uh, they're a younger team. Um, Jalen Rieger. Uh, Smith had a really good game. He's proven to be a really good wide receiver. Uh, side note, him and Ruggs have just the best relationship off the field. That was so dope. Nice. Uh, they um, they redid a picture that they did uh, at Bama, and it looks almost the exact same picture, just in two different uniforms. <laughs> that was cool. They, they've got guys. Uh, they're also a little banged up on defense uh, on the O-line. They lost uh, – was so Malo, they lost him for the season. They're just getting Lane Johnson back. Uh, it's, I mean, it's not the same when you just come back and play. You've been out for, you know, you might, I don't know if he's been practicing, but I think he missed two games and this is his first game back. A lot of things contributed to it, but also not to take away from the Raiders who are having, who probably had the most difficult two weeks before this with the uh, John Gruden uh, saga going on and then finally him resigning and all the uncertainty that was going on. And so these past two wins 
And like everybody's going to say, I know they're not two of the best teams that we just played and we got uh, wins against, but there were teams that we should have beat, beaten and we beat them the way we should have beaten. Yeah. So that's, it's not like. Don't play not, down to yeah. bad teams. Yeah. And so that's a credit to them because a lot of teams, you play bad teams and you're just like, oh, we're going to win. I mean, I was kind of disappointed at both games at the end of the games. It kind of looks like their play calling was just like, well, let's, we're going to get out of here with the win. They kind of just soften up because the, the game was, it was like 31 to seven into the fourth. And they, they got those last two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, like on a lax uh, uh, defense. So, and uh, as a basketball coach, my philosophy always, even if we're up by like 30 at the end of the game, it's not me trying to run up points in the other team or trying to make them feel bad, but it's literally your job to stop my team from scoring. Right. And yeah. So I'm not going to run like, I'm not talking about running trick plays or Derek Carr throwing like on three downs, trying to get 75 yards off of one play on all three downs, but run your offense, let him pass the ball. You know, don't be, <laughs> don't be all of a sudden passive. You know? Stay with your aggression. Pass the ball. Derek Carr has been passing the whole game really great. Let him pass the ball and then use the run the way it's supposed to be, like you were using it. So, yeah, uh, little things like that. Uh, I just wish the Raiders would just – new coach, though, and uh, to his credit, the, the guys, they're backing him so far. So yeah. I like it. Uh, everything he says on camera is the right thing to say. Uh, I think it's a little – Underrated and no one notes it, but there's three head coaches on that staff. Uh, uh, our defensive coordinator was once a, a head coach coming over from uh, the Chargers. He was a head coach. Um, Olsen was a head coach once. And there's who else? Oh, Just and, Bradley? Uh, yeah, Brad, Bradley was a head coach. Uh, Olsen was a head coach, and Rod Marinelli, our defensive line, was a head coach. Olsen? Our, our offensive uh, coordinator? Mm-hmm. Greg Olsen, he was a head coach, too. Greg Olsen, the tight end? No, the defensive, uh, offensive coordinator. Oh. Different one, yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> Let's, uh, so, the Raiders' schedule. It, it's, a, Gi- it's, it's favorable. <laughs> okay, so, Giants. Next week, Giants. Next week, Giants. The week after, Vegas uh, versus the Chiefs. And then in Vegas versus the Bengals. And then at Dallas, in Vegas versus Washington, at Chiefs, at Browns, in Vegas versus the Broncos, at Indianapolis, back home to finish versus the Chargers. The If you look at the Chiefs as the Chiefs recently – that's yeah. not a crazy bad. That's, yeah. We could literally win all those games. So, I mean, and again, I'm not looking past the Chiefs. I'm just, like like you said, the way they're playing now, the way we're playing, it's it's a game we can win. Like, I mean, we beat them last year. We went one and one against them last year. So, hmm. I mean, when they were still it's a Super Bowl It's team. not unheard of to yeah. beat the Chiefs. Yeah. You've done it before. You can do and it now, again. And now it's just even uh, the chances are even better statistically. Yeah. So the Raiders 
beat the Eagles 33 to 22. The Eagles now two and five. The Raiders on top of the AFC West at five and two. And are going to win the next 10 games. So 15 and two. I like it, man. I like it. I I can get on board with that, man. All right. Sunday night football, super windy in the Bay. The Indianapolis Colts win 30 to 18. The, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 181 yards, not looking great. Elijah Mitchell had over 100, 107. And Michael Pittman, Michael Pittman Jr. had 105 receiving yards. The game was, what, 20-mile-an-hour gusts plus? Like, more? That looked. It was tough. It was whipping out there. I mean, outside in the, like, concourse area stuff, so I'm not sure the wind into the bowl of the stadium. that it looks so bad. It'll still, still yeah, but that like whipping people's jackets back and forth <laughs> kind of wind just as they're standing there, that it didn't look that bad on the field, but it was still definitely like causing passes to go a little off. You can kind of see like receivers like but what the hell was that? <laughs> the, the wind was so bad though in California uh, on Sunday, uh, Monday. Sorry, yesterday that uh, they have a video of a truck on a bridge. Be a, a semi, no, without a semi, like a box truck. I think like a twenty-five footer, being pushed by the wind. Did it flip so it? It almost did. Oh dang! It almost, and that's how strong the wind was because it's. I mean, it's elevated in the in, in, on the bridge, and he's right over some water. So I mean, yeah, that's how strong the wind was. Um, uh, stronger than the Niners. <laughs> the, yeah, Colts put up thirty on him now. What, what do we need? The Niners need Trey Lance to get healthy and come and put on his cape, his rookie superhero cape. I think that's what everybody wants, but he still, I mean, what in is, the games well, he's played. Forrest, what is the answer? Not what everybody wants. Well, what is going to fix the Niners? Jimmy Garoppolo? A better, a, a better receiving and running back core. I like their receivers. Well, I mean, obviously Debo is, is producing, right? Yeah. He's like the only one catching, holding on, and, and moving. And then, I mean, Brandon Ayuk is not. Is not, he yeah, in the doghouse? He's just not as consistent. I don't know what's going on. I know I mean, he doesn't hurt. even get looked at though. Like no. he's on the field for running routes, yeah. but he's got like one, two targets. He got yeah, one he, catch. Yeah, he, he had one target and one catch for six yards. I feel like he's. Is he in he trouble? I don't know, but I mean, he came back from the injury and he had a an all right game and then all of a sudden just nothing and maybe it's them trying to adjust to like their trade the, i don't know to trade the now. to the get him out of there he's on my fantasy team i need to trade him to texas trade him to the houston texans Make anywhere <laughs> but i mean even on defense i don't know they they're they still have the players on defense so i don't know what's going on on defense because they have everybody they're not missing anybody on defense Fred Warner. Um, Not the same as last year? Nick Bosa? They're all there. His arm out. Like, they're... They're all there, though. They just couldn't get there? I don't know. I mean, they just... They don't look like how you usually see, like, the past two years, their defense. Because I think Fred Warner... uh, I know a lot of people 
wouldn't agree with me, but I think Fred Warner is the best middle linebacker in the league. He is incredible back in, in that middle of the field. Mm-hmm. He goes sideline to sideline. Uh, he plays north and south. He can cover. He can tackle. He can blitz. He does everything, man. Um, he might be doing a little too much. Maybe he's a little worn out. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the Colts score late. You know, Michael Pittman catches a big touchdown at the end of the game. So this could have been 23 to, to uh, 20. Right. Could have just been a – yeah. I mean, the score indicates, like, they were having a really bad game. But, yeah. but like, the Colts were just killing them. But the Colts weren't really killing them. I mean, except for right. Jonathan Taylor. I mean, Taylor was just – but Taylor does that to everybody. He just gashes everybody's defense. Um, how do the Niners rebound from this? They – it's just, was this just an off game? Did they need to, you know, they gave Mitchell a bunch of carries. He got over 100 yards. So the they running did. game's on. Debo Samuel is the one catching passes. Not not a lot from, oh, I mean, Muhammad Sanu caught a couple. Hmm. But how do you, how do, how do the Niners turn into like a powerhouse? You, you're already behind all the other teams in the NFC West. How do you catch they, up? Why? I mean, if they're going to start trade Lance, I think you trade Garoppolo. Then yeah, that way right. you get rid of all. You're stuck with Trey Lance and you have right. to start him. You start him, and then that way there's no controversy between Trey Lance and, and Garoppolo. And at the same time, you're going to get something that you need on your roster for Garoppolo. Somebody good, because Garoppolo, he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. So if you're going to trade him, you're obviously going to get somebody who's going to help your team in a big way. And so whatever you're looking for, maybe the O-line, maybe that's what they need, somebody on the O-line, trade for somebody on the O-line. But um, I think a lot of it, too, is probably Garoppolo just hearing all of that Trey Lance noise, you know, and just not being who he's supposed to be. I don't know if it's the I'm worried about this rookie taking my spot and it's just he's not that good. Like, he's – above replacement level, right? He's learned from Tom Brady. He's been in the league a long time. He's a veteran quarterback that can make most throws. Definitely not all. Um, yeah, just kind of a regular guy. Not very exciting at the quarterback position when you've got all these you know, younger guys that are coming in and, and getting 40-yard runs, 60-yard bomb touchdown passes, like that kind of quick scoring that right. could totally change the dynamics of a game, like put you the like you could be up just a little bit, but you have a quarterback that can move the offense so fast. You're up by two scores and the defense doesn't know what's going on. You can kind of roll that. You know, you can get back if you're down. But if you've got like a regular quarterback who sometimes misses throws and you need every throw to hit on like a big drive, I don't know if Jimmy G's that guy. I definitely don't know if Trey Lance is that guy. Yeah, true. Because I mean, he yeah, Garoppolo has ample. He's had ample time to be that guy in the league. You know, he's to, just like not you said, that guy. Yeah, to learn, to learn <laughs> the, yeah, no, no. And so I, it, I mean, and I don't want to sound like one of those guys. Like, no, I was one of those dudes that said. But when they got Garoppolo, I was like, why are you guys so excited? <laughs> like. Because they <laughs> remember Tim Rattay. Okay. <laughs> they're like, I don't want that anymore. This guy's at least better than those dates. 
Yeah, but like you said, I mean, yeah, he doesn't have it. Like, you have to have one or the other. And so guys like uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Derek Carr, who are a little less mobile, they're smarter. They're smarter. And then, you know what I mean? They got to be, Brady, right? If, yeah, you're, if you can't move, have, you got to be able to process. No, no, yeah. Tom Brady doesn't have the arm strength that uh, Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers has. And Derek Carr doesn't have the arm strength Aaron Rodgers has. But what they all have together, they know how to play in their system. They know where to go with the ball. They know, you know what I mean? 31 or 34 for Derek Carr. Because he's the less he's the less star of the other two. So right. I'm, and, and he I want to point out how easily you put those three guys in the same <laughs> category. You know, Tom Brady, seven Super Bowls. You know, Aaron Rodgers, State Farm. You know, Derek Carr. Yep. Receding airline. Yep. Hey, Goats. Man. Hey man, the goat dog. He's an elite quarterback. I don't care what people say. No, I like. I've always liked Derek Carr. I also love that he loves being the Raider quarterback. Oh my gosh! Like he wants to be on that team. He likes it. He want to play for another team. Yeah, I mean, but hopefully he gets this opportunity now to stay and keep producing and and just proving, you know, those naysayers wrong. Like. The only reason I I put those three together because they're the less mobile quarterbacks right now that uh no I got in the you. league <laughs> that 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 uh that are winning and so like but if 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 those guys can do it and Garoppolo is supposed to be uh a little more athletic than those three and you know so what what's I mean? going on there he's what's not processing as fast or he's That's not just reacting maybe he didn't learn as much as people thought under Tom Brady yeah Tom Brady definitely didn't teach him everything because he's still out here. Winning Super Bowls while Jimmy G is sitting on the bench. All right. Man, the Niners will turn it around some year. Don't worry about it, guys. Monday Night Football. The Seattle Seahawks lose to the New Orleans Saints 13-10. Alvin Kamara. 20 carries, 51 yards, 10 catches, 128 yards, and a touchdown. This guy had 30 touches. That's a lot for somebody not named Derrick Henry. But he's uh, Alvin Kamara producing like the only superstar football player on a team and really putting in that work. It it, it was Michael Thomas. It's it's evident that they need Michael Thomas back in that lineup. I mean, is Michael Thomas going to be as effective without Drew Brees? We're gonna see. I don't right. know. Yeah, I think there's, so, he's gonna get the opportunity to show. Yeah, yeah. They're and gonna I think, use I think, him a lot. I, I think Winston can still get him the ball um, to where Michael Thomas is uh, accustomed to catching it, like downfield. Yeah. So I, I think Winston has that enough talent that he can get him the ball that way because he's been learning I with the like, other guys. I feel like Michael Thomas slants a lot, and Drew Brees would just hit him when he had one step on somebody and he, obviously Michael Thomas has the hands, right? right? So if he has any sort of space, he's good. I don't know if Jameis can put it on him like that in those windows. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Michael Thomas set to return from uh, the injured reserve in a couple of weeks. Start like, picking look, him up. He gets Michael fantasy. Thomas back. We're either going to get the five touchdown Winston or the five interception Winston. <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> The Seattle Seahawks, not a lot happening here. Geno Smith, 12 of 22, 
167 yards with a touchdown. His QBR was 26.9. Seattle rushing, Alex Collins, 16 carries for 35 yards, no touchdowns. Bunch of different people, Homer, Everett, Geno Smith, Rashad Penny, Freddie Swain all got carries. Not a lot being turned in. The Seahawks only had 90 rushing yards as a team. Uh, Receiving, not well either. I don't care uh, how Seattle Seahawks fans are. You know, they'll throw out stats at me about how they're losing or uh, like what's going on in the field or the scheme. You know why you're losing? Because Russell Wilson's not there. Point period. That's why you're losing. Yeah, that's why they're losing now, right? Yeah. Because these are games that they should be winning. Right. And if you had, like, a high-level quarterback, he would right. be able to put you in those situations. They were also losing when he was there, though. So that's was, that, was that against – okay. Their defense isn't the same. Their defense mm-hmm. is not. Uh, uh, Adams is, is not a, a, a cover safety, like some of the great cover safety. He's a great safety, but he uh, – just like they play him, Closer to the line, that's where he helps you out a lot. You know? What's a what's a like a NFL legend comparison of a safety comparable to Jamal Adams that was really good around the line, but nah, kind of suspect in coverage. You know, what I mean, they or, had one Earl, but I think Earl is just a lot better in coverage. But the way he played, like the way he played at the line, the way he mm-hmm. picked up like running backs and tight ends, the way he tackled. I think it's just like Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams might be better at it than him, but what made Earl uh, even better safety was he could cover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there any resurrecting the Legion of Boom, or does Seattle just need to start? Um, They have a rookie corner. Is he a rookie or a first-year corner? He's doing pretty good. I can't remember his name. but He's doing pretty good. I mean, maybe give him a year and maybe try to make Jamal Adams happy. Is it? Jamal Adams can play the way he where he's playing it and still make the team great if he has other cover guys around him to help him out, you know? Yeah. To 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 cover for where he's uh, a little weaker at. Um their D-line was actually oh my gosh. So <laughs> last seconds of the game, uh they're about to make a stop uh on a field goal and get the ball back with some time. So the guy makes a field goal. Like New Orleans makes a field goal. They get some time back, and they can still have a chance to march down the field. Their D lineman, Wood, who's been having a great game before that, uh, <laughs> offsides. They get a first down. <laughs> they get a first down. And I think that was with, like, they would have had, like, at least two minutes left. So now he goes offsides. They get another three downs or four downs, <laughs> and that's how the game went. You know what I mean? They had no more time. New Orleans just ran three more plays, kicked the field goal, game done. A little chip shot field goal for the win. Yeah. So stuff like that. Uh, this was this was close though, right? Like it, it as you're saying, if they would have had a running yeah. or a quarterback that could yeah. they, really they, direct things, Russell Wilson would have changed the game for them. Uh, yeah, they would have won. They would they would have won. He he's a much better quarterback than Jameis Winston. You know. Um, Jim Smith is a good quarterback too. I actually think he's better than James Winston. But oh, Gino? Yeah, I, I think he can be better than James Winston. Uh, could be. Both teams looked pretty sloppy last night. I can tell you that. Both teams looked pretty sloppy last night. Like, and it's unusual. I know for even as a person who watch, 
I dislike the Seahawks, but it's unusual to watch them play that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why are you so bad all of a sudden? <laughs> you know? Excuse me. Excuse me. Why are you guys bad now? Jamal Adams will be making a lot of money for a long time. He's signed until 2025. They have a potential out after 2023. So don't think Jamal Adams is going anywhere. He's going to be, you're going to be stuck with him in Seattle for at least two and a half more seasons. Jeez. And if they get out after 2023, it's $8 million dead cap. That's why you don't trade first rounders for players. No, exactly. Because I mean, even if you well, maybe if you're in like a win now situation, mm, okay. Edward, but if it's yeah. uh, if it's like a for a foundational piece, right. that's not that's so far away from the ball, right? Mm. Right? Because I mean, I don't know. Like if if it's you can always find someone in the draft. That's that's your yeah. GM's yeah. whole job. You know. So, but uh, as soon as I don't know if they're going to be any better the rest of this year, but when they get Russell, and we have to see how Russell Wilson is when he gets back with that. uh, Is it going to matter? The Cardinals are undefeated. That's what I mean. Rams are six and one. Yeah. Are they, is he going to have any time? I mean, five for a wild card spot, right? Because if you just, if you can make the playoffs mathematically, you you still need to try. Crazier things have happened. Other people can lose. You win, go on a win streak. You can get into the playoffs. And if you punch a ticket to the playoffs, anything is possible. Seven seed, wild card, make it to the Super Bowl. You have the game of your life. You are now a Super Bowl champion. You just can't give up while there's still hope. I just right. – the, the Seahawks with Russell Wilson are going to – have to keep going. The Saints are kind of in a quit now situation where they're like, you know, yeah, we could get some tough wins, but is it worth it if we're, you know, not gonna not gonna even get into the playoffs? Because that that dead spot that you don't want to be is just missing the playoffs. Because not only do you not get to compete for a, a chance at a title, but you're now like one of the middle to late round draft picks. And you're picking 18th, 19th. And yeah, it's still a first round draft pick, but the talent after the you know first handful of guys in each draft starts to starts to fall off. So it's kind of that you don't want to just miss the playoffs because then right. you get the worst of both worlds. Well, that's not good. What you want to do is win the Super Bowl after trading for somebody's first rounder. <laughs> they lose a lot. That is the ideal scenario. But the New Orleans Saints, 13-10 to 10 over the Seattle Seahawks to finish up Monday Night Football and the Week 7 slate. How would you feel about uh, this week of football? Great, 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 and great. For All good things. <laughs> Your Raiders won. My Chargers didn't lose. Not a bad week. Yeah, I mean, there was some bad football that was played. So, so many blowouts. So many blowouts. And then I guess the the Thursday night and the Sunday night game and that one uh, Atlanta versus Miami game were the only ones that were within uh, one score. They were all uh, field goal. 
but yeah, that was uh that was this week in football. Uh, what are you excited about this next week, week eight? That we're not gonna lose because we're on a bye. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. You guys are on a bye, and then next week you guys play the Giants. Yeah, but I mean, uh, the teams that I'm excited to watch again is uh, since Tua's on this two game rip so far. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to watch him play. Uh, I'm most excited to watch Frankie Dubu play. Let's uh, go. Kid from the Rock. And anytime Penn A is also on the field, you know what I mean? Homegrown kids. Mm-hmm. Kids that you saw play. Uh, yeah, Veterans uh, Memorial Yeah. You know, and then uh, <laughs> we got lucky because we were able to see Frankie Dubu play in high school. Nice. Uh, and then um, because I'm so close with like uh, – the guys that I call my brothers. Uh, I want to see Philly play. Uh, I want to see Noah be happy. Yeah. Uh, Dallas is doing pretty good. I hate Dallas. But, you know, credit to Will. His team's doing pretty good this year. I just I hate Dallas. But I got to watch Dak, too, because he's uh, in my other league. He's my fantasy quarterback. So. Nice. Fantasy be having me rooting for all sorts of people. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm uh, very yeah. interested in how these other games are going. <laughs> But, like, uh, Jamar Chase, man, I mean, you cannot – I mean, I don't care who you root for. You got to be a fan of watching this kid play. Mm-hmm. Like, are you not? How can you not be? You know, and, uh, again, because I'm a Raiders fan, I don't care what team you are in the AFC West. I would never root for you. But I like you guys' quarterback. <laughs> I like watching him play. I like – I mean – He's a, a six five, which is like two twenty, two thirty. Uh, he's a little slinger back there. His pocket. He's got wheels on him too, you know. Um, Stand tall, and I like to see him wind up and just. I know the pass yeah. is going to somebody that could probably catch it. It's not necessarily yeah. going to sail, and or go into the ground or end up in a for sure sack. It's good to see Justin Herbert throwing. And, you know, as the screen scrolls to where that pass is going, someone's probably open. And they, they're going to have a good chance of catching it. So, yeah, always good to see good quarterback play. Always, yeah. I mean, it makes the game so much more exciting. Yeah. we uh, Any predictions for week eight? Any cool things that are going to happen while the Raiders are on by? Yeah, the Chiefs are going to lose again. <laughs> Probably. Jeez. What is going on? Patrick Mahomes, wake up, man. Like, No, I, I think I think we're going to see Patrick Mahomes have an incredible game. I'm ready for that. I think I, I'm ready for Patrick. If he's not too hurt, because, I mean, he got hurt at the end of the game. So. Let's, let's give me a prediction for Thursday night football. Packers, Cardinals. <laughs> no, no, Devon. Oh. No Devontae no, no, Adams as yeah, of no now. No Devontae Adams. I, well, isn't he? Once you're in COVID protocol, don't you have to? Uh... So, in the case of a false po- or a false positive, if you test, if you return two negative tests and yeah. you're asymptomatic, you're good. You're good. Okay. So there's a chance that he still plays, but if he is COVID positive, he's not going to play. You know, uh, as good as Kyler Murray is, and as good as that Arizona team looks. Um, you can't ever count out Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. even without Devontae Adams, because he makes use of his guys. Yep. If Devontae Adams out there, and he still has Aaron Jones, uh, and that defense seems to be clicking. Uh, so I'm going to go against the grain, and 
think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Packers come away 27-21. I, I think the Packers win. I don't know if it's – I think it's going to be it. one of those Thursday games where it's like so. these guys just played – yeah. yeah, exactly. These guys just yeah. played four days ago. Anything can happen. And if, if the Cardinals, who are 7-0, either, you know – or too tired to play, maybe. Or... or too tired to catch up if they go down. Like if right. if the Packers take a lead and they have and the Cardinals have to catch up, I I'm sure the the will will be there, but I, I don't know if I can fully count on that. Maybe they go, you know, hey, we're seven and zero. Oh, we don't need to win necessarily every game. Every game we can manage this, so we still win the division or something, but. I, I think it's going to be though. a funky game where Aaron Rodgers kind of just veterans his way into a W. My so like the way I uh, am predicting the game is the total opposite of yours. I think uh, Kyler Murray is going to come out and like you know be Kyler Murray and put up a couple early uh, points, mm. and I think that's going to force Aaron Rodgers to be Aaron Rodgers. That's why twenty seven twenty one. If I had to throw a score, I'd say 17-20. Like a late, like a funky, yeah, like kind of like the last Thursday night football game between the uh, Broncos and the <clears throat> Browns. But we both got the Packers winning. We'll uh, we'll see what happens in a couple of days. Yeah. Better for me. Anything else? You got any shout-outs? Oh, man. Uh, Shout-out to uh... – there's Ale, and this is her game. Uh, they just had a clinic, an event in Utah, um, and it was a really great turnout. Uh, they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have like not a home base, but a, another base out in Utah now. Um, they had great coaches out there with them. Uh, shout out to man, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Destiny King, who was out there with them. They had a couple other coaches out there. Uh, who were hoping to get on to the show uh, in the next show in another week or so. Uh, Audrey Famolini, who was one of them, uh, based in Hawaii at the moment. Uh, but it's always great. I mean, I grew up uh, with sisters. I have one biological sister, but I grew up two, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, there was, at, at, at the least, there was at least... Uh, at the least, there was, I think, like, five girls in the house, like, as I was going into high school. That was the least amount of girls that were always in my house. And so I've always been big on uh, women in sports or women's rights, just, to, you know, I mean, all around. And my mom's just been, I mean, amazing. Your mom's been amazing. Your auntie, uh, I've worked with your auntie, Andrew. I've just always been able to be around great women. And so when I see uh, what Des is doing with the, uh, this is her game. It's amazing, man. I mean, a lot of a lot of girls, me growing up, um, uh, at the time I grew up, they didn't have so many opportunities like they mm-hmm. girls do now. And then they have more now, but it's not that much more. So the opportunities that Des is providing these girls to learn on and off the court about things uh, before they get to college, before they get to high school, you know, in between those times. Um, is really valuable to them and to provide that to um, our uh, South Pacific Islander community, not just Polynesians, but 
you know, the Melanesians to provide it to uh, indigenous girls, you know, just girls of color. Um, it's it's really big. It's really big. Um, I don't think I don't think it's emphasized enough. Uh, yeah. Just because there's such a smaller, uh, I guess, on the scale of other organizations, they're still a smaller organization, but they're doing really big things. So, shout out to them, man. Um, shout out to you, man. Starting a new job this week. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, it's not your only job. So and if I've ever known you to be one thing, it's always to be on your hustle. Always to be moving forward. And that's that's an inspiration on its own, not just to me, but like a lot of people who look up to you. So that's great, man. Congratulations to you. Um, and other people out there, uh, shout out to the Raider Nation. All right, that's enough. I want to do a shout out. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Nora Jean Asolulu Falitongo. I'm having a daughter. Amen. And I love the name. Man, that's what a way to end the night, man. Thank you, man. I, man, I'm going to go to sleep with butterflies now. That's crazy. All this talk we're just having, that, man, that girl's going to be love, dog. I tell you, right now, just. She'll have all the support she'll ever need. If it's coming from me and the rest of us, congratulations, man. Thanks, Suze. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm excited to start this chapter in me and Sammy's life and being, a, being parents and raising, supporting, and loving a child so that they can follow their dreams and do whatever they want to do. And like being a good, kick-ass person that stands up for themselves and others and considerate, you know? I'm going for considerate, kind, thoughtful. <laughs> yeah, strong. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, going for that. Sammy was like, "I'm gonna get her like a little Charger two-two thing," and I was like, "Just get her a Justin Herbert jersey, and let her wear it." And here's a football. And do you like this? No. Okay, maybe we'll see. We'll see how things go. I but, mean, uh, she probably looked pretty good in the Rugs jersey too. I mean, but. Carpets, rugs, I don't know. I want this uh, 100%. I don't know what material this is. You know what? I'm going to get her a Caruso jersey. You know what? I rock with it. The Bulls. (laughs) (laughs) Man, okay. Yes, we need to talk basketball with a lot of basketball people. We have so many Blazer, Lakers, all over. Like, so many basketball people in our groups. We need... We need to uh, to get our basketball season uh, podcast going because I mean I'm always down for some football, but just being around some of you basketball heads is it's a really great conversation. I think. Oh, it'll be fun! I can guarantee you that. Yeah, yeah. So, looking forward to that. Uh, that is our show for this week. We will be coming back with a recap of Week Eight, either Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday, depends on the schedule. <laughs> But, it's uh, gonna be done though. It'll, you we'll just have, have to done. keep checking into this podcast. Yes. Just yes. keep listening to the last episode, the latest. We'll be one. there though. We'll be we're there, gonna promise. We're gonna get there. Uh, yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, appreciate appreciate you guys tuning in and just uh, hearing our thoughts on you know the NFL and, and sports. And uh, couldn't do it without you guys. Or Levasa Island Apparel. Check them out. LevasaIslandApparel.com. That's it hey. for us. I am Lance Falitolo. I'm Boris Olaf. 
And that's our show. Love and light. Peace. Amen. Today's show, as always, sponsored by LivasaIslandApparel.com. For gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LivasaIslandApparel.com.